Welcome to Denim Wrapped Nightmares, Tipsy Exchange Podcast, where we explore the Supernatural series episode by episode. Over drinks, we'll discuss the lore, the gore, and what we adore about the Winchesters and their adventures. I'm Burley, and I'm a new fan of the series. I'm LA, and I'm here along for the ride. Now let's get tipsy. Hello, LA. Hello, Burley. I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before. I may or may not have, honestly. But I used to be a dance choreographer. You were one of my biggest cheerleaders. Oh, yeah. Had you nothing, were so good. You, you did nothing in the dance world. But I remember you, like, we'd be out at a bar and you'd randomly be like, show them that dance that you choreographed on that video. Like, pull up that video. I wasn't doing big productions, like, with professional dance companies or anything like that. I was predominantly choreographing for competitive dance teams. And I think you probably remember me complaining about this. Shit. Damn near 20 years ago. I still get really fired up when I talk about it. So uh, if I go there, like, let me know that I'm yelling and I need to tune it down a little bit. But as a young college student struggling to make ends meet, wanting to do something I loved, something I was passionate about. I mean, I put my heart and soul into these pieces. Mm-hmm. One of my managers, who had been a mentor, so this was doubly bad, literally took an entire routine I had made and went and taught it to some other company, some other dance team, and got paid for it. Wow. They just decided it was theirs. They they had paid me for my time to come in and teach it to their group, and so they decided that was theirs then to do whatever they wanted to with it. Mm-hmm. And I just, I remember how that made me feel. So it got to be very defeating. I'm sure that our listeners probably know where I'm going with this. I personally feel very strongly about what's happening with the WGA and SAG-AFTRA. The things that these studios are expecting them to do. I, 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 I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> so if you follow us on Instagram, you probably knew this was coming. LA and I are not members of the WGA or SAG-AFTRA. We know that... Our show is not technically crossing the picket line, but we've also had a discussion and decided that we can do more with our little show here, our little space. So we're pausing our season four episodes. I've received multiple messages (laughs) from listeners asking us to please not pause completely. And we won't be. We are going to still be publishing bonus episodes. We're going to try and focus on some indie projects from the cast of Supernatural. Uh, We were planning to do a bonus episode on Kim Manners already. We'll just be doing that earlier than we anticipated. We're trying to think of some other fun things that we could potentially do because fact is we don't know when the strike is going to end. But if Snoop Dogg can cancel his show to show (laughs) solidarity with the strike, we can pause our little a little venture here in season four with that being said we wanted to talk a little bit about the strike again we're not union members we are not speaking on behalf of the union these are literally just burly and la's thoughts when it comes to the strike we did watch a couple of like youtube videos from people in the industry Mm -hmm. catching us up on things and kind of talking about the ins and outs and why why this is happening more so than just you know money Mm -hmm. As always, I'll be posting anything that we looked at, anything we are possibly referencing, unless it's one of those things we randomly saw online and don't know where we saw it. Uh, I'll be posting links on our Tumblr page if you guys are interested in learning more. 
Uh, yeah, and that, they were. I I really liked what we had. We got. We there was one with Adam Conover. I love him. Yeah, and then who the girl, Michaela something. Gorgeous. Yeah, so adorable. So well spoken. Oh too. my god. Yeah. Very very succinct. poised. Yeah. Yes. Just, she just got to the point. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, so super helpful and kind of letting us know a little deeper into what is going on and like it is it is about money, but it's also about just like ownership of your you Mm -hmm. at this point too which is crazy well like i said the writers you know their work is it's that's why i wanted to open with my story as a choreographer if you put in to this these ai systems that you want a supernatural episode in the style of ben edland how do you think that fucking software learned to produce a script like that Mm -hmm. it's because they were fed ben edland's work Mm mm-hmm so what have you now reduced Ben Edlund to? This creative, kind of crazy genius who we love so much. And you just feed him into this machine mm-hmm. and expect it to spit stuff out. And all the nuances. And we were talking about in our Kim Manners episode that we recorded before this. You guys will hear it later. About all the extra work they go through to get you to feel certain how is an AI machine going to do that? Right. Like, how is it, like, convey such, like, human emotion and just, mm-hmm. like, such, I don't know. I just, I don't see how it could be possible to, like, really be able to hit us the way a person's, who's lived, mm-hmm. their writing does. Not not now, anyways. It just seems like the people who are making decisions, the priority has become to make money. Mm-hmm. They used to be proud of being associated with something that was this piece of art that was expected to be iconic and timeless and last through the ages and and now all they care about is profit margin profit mm-hmm. profit 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 you know special effects have been suffering because they're giving these deadlines and this work for people to do that they can't possibly get done in time and so they're like well then the quality can suffer because we have to pump out this content in order to make our money well, and then, like, another thing we were watching, too, it's, like, a lot of it, though, isn't even really necessary for the story. Like, right? We don't need all that. The new Avatar. How long ago was the first Avatar? Oh, my God. Forever. Did you feel like the, the CGI was any better than the first? I didn't. I felt like it looked exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And I expected, because of the amount of time, that, oh, this one's going to blow me away just like the first one. No. No. If anything, I would say wasn't as good as the first one all the it's just about producing mass content to try and get as much money as possible is Mm -hmm. is what it seems like from the outside looking in right i totally don't know what you were talking about with michaela's video before i went off on a tirade there sorry oh no i was just gonna go into like how what she talked about like it's about like the residuals Mm -hmm. for the writers and for the actors that now with these streaming platforms it's viewed over and over again, and they're not getting any money from that. I was about to say, what residuals? Exactly, yeah. They're not getting them at all. Your face is being put out there over and over and over again. Complete strangers all over the country know you by name, recognize you because they've seen you in multiple things, and you can't afford health insurance. Yeah. You're not meeting the minimums for your union. And then they want to take your likeness mm-hmm. and then just use it. Scan it. Scan it. Use it however they like, in whatever they like, forever. Yeah. No consent. Mm-hmm. Whatever they want to put you in, they're just going to stick you in there. So they don't have to pay you. You could be in like 20 movies and you're never paid for it. Yeah. And that that sucks on its own. But it's also, you and I are both huge movie fans. 
the camaraderie and the teamwork and all these things that historically have worked. You know, I've heard people from the Barbie movie talk about walking onto the sets and seeing the sets they were going. Just things like these magical things that have happened in movie making. You're going to strip them all away because, again, you're trying to minimize the cost of labor and maximize the profit. Background actors even, how many priceless little moments have there been where a background actor did something like what let's talk about star wars the stormtrooper that hits their head <laughs> you know you're just gonna have ai she's gonna be like a computer game character in the background like mm-hmm. those little things are part of what makes us love movies mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be art it's not supposed to just be some product to keep shareholders are happy and I, I hate that it seems like that's what it's being boiled down to. Yeah. Again, I, I'm not in the union. I'm not in the industry. It's impossible. We could watch all the videos, read all the articles, and not fully comprehend the full situation. From our perspective, that's what it seems like it's coming down to. Yeah, yeah. Well, and like, didn't you say something about all, if all the studio heads just put in 2%? Of their salaries? Yeah, Sebastian Roche shared something on his Instagram. Let me see if I can find it. I think it was in his story, so I don't know if it's still active, so I may not be able Mm. to find the source. But I did memorize it, where essentially it said that if each of the CEOs for the networks who are being represented by the AMPTP sacrificed 2% of their salaries, Mm -hmm. that they would be able to meet every single demand. Of the WGA and SAG-AFTRA. Well, it's like we were 2%. talking. We both got two freaking percent, percent raises, raises last year or can't, this year. Can't even fucking see it on the I check. Was like, I, like when, when I saw it, I was like, well, this is like a fucking joke, like yeah. a slap in the face. So it's like if that's how I feel about 2%. Yeah. Like, come on. Like you, the CEOs, you wouldn't even miss it. Yeah. No. And yet you're going to declare that these demands are unrealistic. I'm sorry. I feel it's the other way around. What you're asking of your laborers, what you're asking of your workers is unrealistic. Absolutely. And insulting, to be quite frank. 100%. Well, like Michaela said, uh, I guess there was an alleged article article, that they are just like waiting it out till they start losing their apartments and homes. Yeah. Real fucking nice. Yeah. Real classy. Wow. Yeah. Real respectful of Jeez. these people who have made you all the money that you've made thus far. Well, and like Adam said, without us, they have no product. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do? And their poor decision skills, the fact that they went ready, fire, aim with this whole streaming business model before really working things out, all they saw was, oh, shit, here's an opportunity where we think we're going to make money. Let's do it. And they didn't think things through. You're being paid millions of dollars because you're so smart and you make excellent decisions as an executive. I don't know why I'm pretending to hold a cigarette <laughs> as I'm pretending to be an executive over here. I like it. Ooh, I'm an executive. Oh, I'm so smart. <laughs> I make all these great decisions. Well, you made a stupid fucking decision. Maybe you should be the one whose salary and pay is pulled from. Mm-hmm. How about you lose your home? Yeah. How about you're the one? Who isn't going to have enough money to cover your home? You're the one who fucking put everybody in this position. You changed the business model overnight without thinking through everything. And now you just want everybody else to change their entire lifestyle, potentially have to change their entire career because you made a bad call. And they made you all that money. Yeah. 
I don't know the name of the CEO of Netflix. I don't know the name of any of the executives at Warner Brothers. I know Ben Edlund, Jensen Ackles, Jared Padalecki, Richard Spate Jr., Robert Benedict, Sebastian mm-hmm. Roche. They're why you guys have money. And now you're saying we're just going to wait you out? Fuck you. Yeah. Again, we're not part of the menu of the union. <laughs> <laughs> we are not part of the industry at all. This is purely our opinions. And it's com- incredibly like just the lack of respect and like yeah. gratitude for what they've given you. Mm-hmm. I mean, now that's a slap in the fucking face. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen I've seen so many people on social media just fucking bitching about the strike. Being worried because I'm not going to get Deadpool 3 when I wanted it and all this other stuff. And it's just, look at the bigger fucking picture here, man. Because this is happening throughout the country. Mm-hmm. Where keeping the rich richer is becoming this huge priority for all of these decision makers. And the distribution of wealth, the gap in between the classes, I mean, come on. Again, Bob Iger saying it was unrealistic. I'm sorry, dude, but I think that maybe you need a reality check. Yeah. You want to bitch about people aren't going to the movies anymore. People can't afford to go to the movies every weekend. Mm -hmm. Literally can't afford to do it anymore. Yeah, especially if you have kids or like a whole family to take. Oh, my God. How much would that even cost? Over $100. Holy shit. At least. My cousin, she wanted to take the kids to... um... Something recently, I can't remember, or something that's about to come out, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But she was like, there's no way we can afford to take all of them at one time. Yeah. And it's like, and like we were saying, like, you could go yeah, buy the ticket, but you can't afford to get a fucking soda and popcorn or any of the concessions. And these days, you're almost guaranteed to be sitting there for at least three hours. Yeah. Take some gum? I mean, what... <laughs> It it used to be a fun experience. Oh, yeah. And now it's just like, it's a privilege. It's a freaking privilege. It reminds me of, oh, what's his name? I think it's Danny, Danny Pudi. Am I saying his name right? He was on Community. He was being, well, he's, he's an actor who was on the TV show Community. And I, I might not even be saying the right name. Honestly, I should probably Google it. But he's being interviewed by Larry King. And Larry King is asking him, like, what his favorite luxury items are or some, something like that. And he said, you know, like great cup of coffee and some really nice socks. Yeah. And Larry King was like, what? That's not a luxury item. What are you talking about? That's not a luxury item. He was like, well, what, a lu- what would a luxury item be to you, Larry King? He was like a private jet. And Danny just, Danny just looked at him and went, I'm on ducktails, Larry. Yeah. Most actors are working class people. Just like me in L.A., Mm -hmm. the vast majority of them. I think that wasn't it two percent, two percent of actors are like the Tom Cruises Mm -hmm. and the um, George Clooney, Julia Roberts, Reese Witherspoon, Tom Cruise. Did you say Tom Cruise? Well, I'm I'm thinking specifically what I'm planking her name. Jolie. What's her first name? Oh, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. Brad Pitt. Yeah. You know. I'm blanking on so many names. Who's the From Dust Till Dawn snake? Oh, Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 2%. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not about millionaires bitching that they need more money. That's not what it is. It's about working class actors wanting to just meet the fucking minimum to get their health care. Writers, they don't get residuals or shit either. You know, they're they're... What was Adam saying about they're trying to do away with the writer's room? What the hell? Because, like, I think they mentioned, like, since the pandemic and everything, it's everybody's just, like, on a Zoom call. 
instead right. of an actual writer's room, which I would think the, the camaraderie in there, just like the spitballing, like you need that to be together in a room to, to really like- get the energy. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I understand that, that occasionally you have to make it work. Okay. Right. Okay. Like if somebody gets sick and has COVID, uh, zoom them in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But to just do away with the writer's room completely? Well, that and uh, I forget the last one we were watching, but he was talking about how if you're a writer- you know, you learn from the writers there. Sometimes you're able to be on the set when you're, you know, mm-hmm. your episode is going and you can see the what goes on on the set. You learn from seeing everything going on. And then, like, it used to be 20 episode seasons where these people were steadily working half the year. And mm-hmm. now everything's like eight to ten episodes. Yep, They're not even, like, allowed on the sets or anything to be able to learn and then move up. Yeah, well, and then Adam Conover was talking about, you know, we mentioned the camaraderie and how we've watched special features about the making of Supernatural and how the writers work with the directors, work with the actors, work with the special effects team, work with the makeup department. Mm-hmm. How are you doing all that in a Zoom? Right. And it's such a collaborative experience. Like, that's what I always wanted to do. Like, the being on a film set, like, and working in the background was what I always, like, excited me. So I can't mm-hmm. imagine what it's like for people now who would would have had that privilege and been there and experienced it and now it's they don't get it yeah if if movie magic becomes reduced to just software output i i don't need it Mm-mm. you know and i'm not against there being ai art out Mm-mm. there Mm-mm. but that becoming the norm that taking over the industry that producing scripts and stealing people's likenesses and reusing them over it's just no i don't like anything like that that is going to take a job from a person mm-hmm. and i like even i think that's one of the things like tom cruise is fucking insane mm-hmm. on a lot of levels for different reasons <laughs> but um, like how he's like crazy and does all these crazy stunts yeah. you're taking that job from somebody that's mm-hmm. a stunt actor could take that and make a lot of money doing yeah. what you're doing and mm-hmm. you can sit down I think I was watching something with Keanu Reeves one time and he was saying like he does step aside and lets the stunt people do their stunts like he has mad respect for them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's I mean, he's like, I could, you know, I could I could probably do it, but I'm going to let the professionals do their job. Right. That's what they're there to do. Why so I don't like it? anything like that. Let the stunt people do their work and then so that you don't break your ankle and shut down set. Yes. For however many months. You know, and then when you're not filming the movie, use your millions of dollars to go chase your, mm-hmm. what's the word I'm looking Adrenaline for? Rush. Adrenaline yeah. rush. Adrenaline rush. Go do it then. Because it's like, it, it's not just the writers and actors. There are hundreds of people mm-hmm. it takes to make a movie. Well, and this strike is causing all of those people. I didn't even think about it. To we be were, without work right when now. When we were watching one of those, they were like the, like the props people, like mm-hmm. the editors, everybody, like everybody is out of work mm-hmm. and losing money. I thankfully I did see that like uh, The Rock, Seth MacFarlane, um, I think Oprah, Julia Roberts, a bunch of people have actually Stepped donated up. to cover their them while they're on this strike, which I think is really nice. A lot of, more of them could do that. We actually have created a donation link. We are hoping to do something fun for people who donate. So please go to the link if you go to dwnpod. It's dwnpod.com. It's our link tree, and it'll be the first link on our link tree. If you are able to donate just like $5, that would be great. 
And again, we're hoping to do something fun, like a raffle or something like that. We haven't quite figured out what that would be just yet. Let me know if you guys have any suggestions. Let's show some support to the entertainment industry. This was meant to be a quick announcement. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think it turned into a full episode. Uh, but yes, we are pausing our season four episodes. Uh, we will resume those as soon as it makes sense to do so. In the meantime, we will be publishing bonus episodes. And as we do like indie projects or what have you, we will post on our social pages what our bonus episodes are going to be about and where you can find them to watch so that you can watch some other things with us. We will not be doing anything that is from a struck company. Uh, we're going to be opening our horizons and looking at some other kinds of projects. Explain what a struck company is. Okay. So a struck company are any of the companies who are being represented by the AMPTP. Uh, in other words, the assholes who are refusing to pay their people for the hard work that they do in order to produce this product and that put they money turn in your, their sell. pockets. Yeah. Because they need their 2%, 5%, Hell, even 10% they wouldn't miss. Mm -mm. Uh, they, that they need to keep that for themselves. It's unrealistic to want a living work, like, like a living wage. Blech. So please donate. If you aren't able to donate, please share. Uh, the strike, they are not calling for a boycott right now. So don't feel like you're needing to cancel your streaming services or anything like that at the moment. They are not calling for a boycott. Uh, however, they are saying that the best thing we can do right now is share your support on social media. Share the posts that SAG-AFTRA, WGA, a lot of your favorite actors and writers are sharing information right now. Share that in your Instagram stories. Retweet. Uh, get the word out there that you support the strike. If you are able to donate to our link, please do so. Save your receipt, because if we do a raffle, we'll be asking you to email that to us as your raffle entry, basically. We, we hope that you're going to bear with us during this time. No one wants the strike to happen. We don't want to pause the show, but we both support the strike, and it just feels like the right thing to do right now. Did I finish explaining what struck companies were? <laughs> I think yeah, I did. did. Okay, did. okay, good. All right. So with that, we thank you. Be patient with us. And in the meantime, if our bonus episodes are not sufficient enough to tide you over, remember we do have the Tipsy Exchange. We haven't posted any new episodes there in a while. And the content we covered on that podcast is... Interesting. Interesting. Sp sporadic. It's a little messier. Random as all hell. It's very messy. Uh, we It was our first podcast ever, so... We had fun with it, though. We, yeah. So uh, bonus episodes are probably going to be, we're thinking once a week is is our goal. We, we Bonus episodes take a little bit more time on our end, so we won't be able to maintain our twice a week publishing rate that we've been doing. So it'll be once a week, but check out the Tipsy Exchange if you need something else to listen to. And thank you guys so much in advance for sticking with us. We hope that you'll stick around until we can resume our regular episodes. Thank you for listening to Denim Wrapped Nightmares. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram, leave a review, and let us know how we can get involved in the fandom. This was fun. Jerk. It always is, bitch. <laughs>